that's good. No, 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 that's fine. Check one, two. Hey, good evening, New Hope. Happy Good Friday. If we could make our way back to our seats. We go ahead and we're going to begin tonight. This is going to be a little different 
than probably uh, a lot of the services that you're used to. Um, we have done things like this in the past, so if you've been with us um, for a long time, you might have seen us do it. And I just felt led to kind of go back to it um, as far as tonight goes. So obviously we're here on Good Friday, and so we're, 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 we're really looking back at the resurrection of Jesus. So I'd like to begin by just reading uh, some scripture. If you have your Bibles with you, go to Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, or if you have the Bible app, we're not going to have it up on the screen. Um, there may be a Bible by you if you want to grab it. If not, just listen attentively. Luke 23, 26. Now, as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming from the country. And on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of the people followed him and women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus... Turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren wombs that never bore, and breasts which never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they do these things in the green wood, what will be done in the dry? There were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they'd come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. An inscription was also written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, saying you are on, under the same condemnation? For we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now it was about the sixth hour, and there were darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus has cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. 
Tonight is going to be uh, an experiential uh, service. And what I mean by that is this isn't a time where you're just going to come and you're going to listen to me. There's actually stations that are set up all around the room. And what you're going to do is you're going to go to each one of those stations and there's going to be uh, there's going to be scriptures in there that you're going to read. There's going to be an experience that you're actually going to do. And then there is going to be a, a time for prayer and reflection. So if we could just kind of advance some of those slides that I, that I have. Um, and I want to say that um, as you know, I'm going to pray before I release you guys, and I'm going to give you some instructions. And you don't necessarily have to go to them in order um, because, you know, if we had to go in order, it would just be a big line. So it's not necessary for you to do that. So you can kind of just start at um, whatever's uh, closest to you, and then we can kind of go through them. So... Um, when you get finished with all your stations, um, like, so you're going to go to the individual stations. You'll come to this front one last. And so when you come to this front one, you'll grab one of the candles that are in the basket and then just sit in the front to, like, the closest available seat. So, you know, like, you guys that like to sit all the way in the back, you can come and you can sit and snuggle up close to all of us. And then what we'll do is we'll finish together with some worship and our giving at the end. Um, just a couple do's and don'ts. If we could go to the, the next slide. So as far as the don'ts, don't rush through every single station. Your goal is not to be, you know, there's no prize, there's no medals if you're the first one done. You know, this isn't, don't be, like some of you guys, like you like your to-do list and you're like, all right, I got seven stations. Try, don't rush through. This is kind of something to go through kind of slowly and prayerfully. Try not to lose your focus. Um, I, I know that, you know, we love to see one another as a church and we have close relationships with one another. You know, th this isn't the time to talk about the Pirates home opener or you know, uh, the, the great sandwich that you tried. Just try to keep your focus on Christ. Um, this isn't a time to, like, talk real loud. You know, this is kind of a time that you're going to be solemn. And, and we want to have some reverence tonight because, you know, we're talking about the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Also, um, I'm just going to ask the parents to not allow the kids to just kind of run wildly all around the church. Just have your kids stay with you. And, and I understand that kids are going to be kids, but, you know, this is really a time where sometimes, you know, if somebody's sitting there praying, a kid bumps into them or yells or whatever. So uh, this is a time to just, you know, kind of keep your kids close to you and just kind of go around to the stations with them. Um, so those are the don'ts. What are the do's? The do's are pray and reflect. Go through each of the different pray stations and go through them and really 
ask God to give you a revelation for what each stage of them, what each stage means and kind of what the Holy Spirit would like to speak to you from this experience. Again, keep your focus on Jesus. Try not to get, you know, distracted. You know, you don't have to run halfway through and go out and have a cigarette. You don't have to go outside. Just keep your focus on Jesus for the time that we have. Make sure you go to each station. Try to go to, to each one. And if you have your kids with you, this is a good time that you can stay with them and kind of explain to them what you're doing. Explain to them why you're taking communion. Explain to them what the different stations mean. They can participate in the stations with you, but, you know, this is really a time for them to, you know, kind of learn and you can kind of teach them um, about Jesus. Let's go ahead and move on. Um, and some of the stations um, may, you know, be a little different, but this will be the big idea. So the experience one is kind of right against the wall, and it's the washing of the hands. And this really represents when, um, you know, when Jesus was brought to Pilate and Pilate tried to give up Barabbas and, and basically examined Jesus and found no fault with him. And he just decided, you know what, I'm just going to go along with the group and I'm just going to get a, a basin of water and I'm going to wash my hands of this whole thing. And as you go through that, there's going to be a basin to wash your hands and there's going to be towels to dry off. And, you know, you're going to want to pray about ways to kind of stop further injustice that you see. There's always been times where we've been kind of Things have been right in front of us, and instead of confronting them, we just kind of allowed them to happen. Like Pilate knew it was wrong to crucify Jesus, but he just let it happen. And, and ask forgiveness for those times that you did allow injustice to happen right in front of you. The, the next station, uh, the Pray Station Experience 2, um, we've just kind of called the flogging, but... There's a couple different things there. There's a whip. There's the crown. There's some nails there. There's chains. And all that would have been the part of, of course, we know that Jesus was flogged. He was beaten on his back. He had a crown of thorns placed upon his head. And you want to go and just kind of touch those things and feel those things, um, thinking about the fact that his body was given for you and his blood was shed for you and there's communion at those tables so this will be time that you can go you can feel the things take communion on your own and then just stop and pray and just thank God uh, for giving his body and his blood and, and thank him that his word says that by his stripes that you have been healed also pray station experience number three will be right over here and it's the cross and of course Jesus was crucified and so what you're going to do at this point is you're going to walk over and there's cards and there's pens on the tables and you'll take a card and whatever sin you're struggling with or whatever you happen to be struggling with you'll 
just kind of write that down on the card. You don't have to sign it or put your name on it. We're not going to read it later. Oh, let me see what everybody kind of wrote down. You just take it, you'll write it, fold it up in fours, then take a hammer and take a nail that are right over there and nail it right to the cross. And just thank God that he, he bore your sin on the cross and praise him that now because he became sin that you have become the righteousness of Christ. The experience number four is going to be remember me and it's kind of up here just against the wall. There's not a table set up. And this of course refers to the fact that like we read that Jesus was crucified in between two thieves. And of course we know the one thief on the side said, remember me when you get to your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. This man had nothing to give, nothing to offer. He had none of his own works. All he had was simple faith in Jesus. And Jesus remembered him. So you'll take uh, one of the markers that is up there and you'll just write your name on the brown piece of paper and thank the Lord that, um, that he'll remember you and praise him that one day you'll be with him forever in paradise. Pray station number five is the sour wine and living water. And we know that Jesus, when he was on the cross, was given um, a, a sponge with sour water to drink. And there's some cups of some sour, uh, something sour back there, some vinegar, and there's also... Um, some water and at that time you want to stop and you want to pray and thank God that he takes those bitter experiences of your life but he gives you living water for them and just thank him and praise him for that and ask him to take every bit of your pain and use it for his glory number six is that the veil was torn that's right over here and we know that uh, when Jesus let out with that loud cry saying that it was finished, that that temple veil was torn. And it was torn from top to bottom. It was like the literal hands of God reached down and just ripped that veil. And, the, and behind that veil was where the presence of God dwelled. And that signifies the fact that because of Jesus Christ's death, that the veil was torn and there's no more separation between man and God. And so you'll come over here and there's uh, some different fabric. And I think Michelle's going to be here to walk you through that. And then you can take some time to pray that there's, there's no longer anything that separates you from you and him. And now today you can come boldly to his throne room of grace and get help for your time of need. The, the final pray station experience is that Jesus died for the whole world and that will be back um, in, uh, in our tent in there. And um, there's going to be a, a lot of different things to read and some posters hanging up and there's going to be a globe there. And in a sense, you're going to spin the globe with your finger and then just put your finger down on the globe and whatever country it lands on, go ahead and pray for the people of that country that that they'll get saved and ask the Lord to give you a passion for evangelism, um, not just only in your neighborhood, but also 
around the world. And then once you finish all eight, once again, you go one more forward for us. And the final one is that Jesus is, of course, the light of the world because we know that the story didn't end with the crucifixion. Amen? There, a lot can happen in three days. So you'll come up, you'll grab your candle, you'll find the closest available seat, and you'll just sit there and kind of contemplate until everybody gets, everybody gets finished. And then at that time, we're going to go ahead and we're going to worship together and we'll close out the service together. Amen? Amen? So everybody's got their marching orders. There's instructions at each one of the stations, so don't think that you have to remember everything that I told you. We, we, we wrote everything down, and I had a great team that helped me um, kind of put all this together. So um, we're going to go ahead and pray, and then I'm going to release you to begin um, going around to all the stations. Again, you don't have to go to them in order. Just find one that's, like, close to you. That way we don't have, like, the entire church bunched up around one table. Dear Lord, I don't know how we could ever thank you enough for what you did on that cross. Lord, I don't know that we will ever know the cost that was paid. But Lord, I pray that we would never take that lightly. I pray that we would never take your sacrifice and our redemption lightly. Lord, I pray that we would feel that weight. Not to feel ashamed or not to feel guilt. But to know how much that you loved us. So Lord, I pray that your spirit would just move on people's hearts and people's lives and would give them a wisdom and revelation as they move to each place and they would feel your presence strongly tonight so lord we thank you we give you honor we give you glory in jesus name amen amen you guys can go ahead and begin moving around the sanctuary and we'll see you back here in a few minutes for worship
wonder, I wonder if on that Friday morning, I wonder if those religious people who hated Jesus, I wonder if at that point they thought that they finally won. Pontius Pilate and the Romans, they had a possible rebellion on their hands. Maybe they thought well, Jesus was going to rebel against them. Maybe he was going to lead a rebellion and maybe they thought that with his crucifixion that they won. And I really wonder if the devil thought that he won. Probably seemed kind of dark that day. The one who, the one who was healing the sick, people who were, couldn't walk, never walked before, but Jesus would touch them and they all of a sudden could walk. People who were blind, could see people who couldn't hear their hearing was restored people who had leprosy all over their body they were touched and they were made whole even to the point that the dead were raised large crowds followed him believed he was the messiah but he had those enemies around him and we know that Behind all those enemies, it wasn't just people because the Bible says that we don't war against flesh and blood. We war against powers and principalities, rulers and wicked places. So there was all the forces of darkness said, you know what? We got him. It's over. It's over. He, he can't come down from there. He can't. He saved others. He can't save himself. You gotta understand, he wasn't there to save himself. He was there to save us. And the Bible says that if the rulers of that wicked age would have known what was happening, that they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. Because although Satan was allowed to bruise his heel at that cross, when he bore our sins, when he bore our shame, when he bore our sickness, when he bore our disease, the head of Satan was crushed. And for a while there was great darkness. But how many of you know there's a lot of things that can happen in just three days? See, our story doesn't end with a cross. It ends with an empty tomb. Amen? Amen? Doesn't end in darkness. It ends in light. And darkness can never drive out light. Light always drives out the darkness. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to go ahead. If you guys want to slide down to the edge. And you guys are going to light your neighbors. So try not to catch anybody on fire. We just want to be on fire for Jesus, amen? 
We don't want to actually be on fire. The light always drives out the darkness. And when Jesus rose from the grave, he was simply the first fruits of a new creation. And because he lives, we will live also. stand and give praise to our King. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We honor you, Lord. Lord, in your word, you said that you are the light of the world. But then you also said you are the light of the world. And we thank you that that light that came into the darkness is still shining. And Lord, as we lit our candles off one another, Lord, I, I pray that we would just continue to light candles, that we would just continue to spread the light, continue to spread the message, continue to spread your love and, and your message of peace and joy and freedom. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the price that was paid, Lord. And we thank you that now we live on the victory side of the cross. You were our redeemer. And on the cross, you paid our redemption. And now we are the redeemed. So the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So I just want to, could we just, as we begin worship, could we just begin to just thank him? What do you have to be thankful for tonight? Lord, I thank you for grace, forgiveness of sins. Lord, I thank you for your mercy in my life. Thank you for my children, grandchildren, family, friends, my church. Thank you, Lord, for provision in my life. When I didn't think I was going to make it, I made it. When I didn't think I was going to be able to pay my bills, you came through. When I thought I was alone, I wasn't. When they walked out on me, I, I realized I didn't need them anyway. When that door closed on me, you opened a new one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let the redeemer the Lord say so. Here I am, I worship. Here I am, worship, Lord. Here I am, I worship. God of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made. 
To 
much Jesus loves you, loves you this much. Thank you, Lord. Well, first thing we're going to do, you guys can go ahead and blow out your candles. Well, the ushers come around. Some of you guys are just holding on to a nub at this point. It's all good. You may be seated for a moment. They'll come around and get him. Mike's coming. He's got some containers, so he'll give them to you guys. You can take them all. He's got some glass containers that he'll be able to put these candles in. So if you enjoyed tonight, come back Sunday. Amen. Amen. Bring a friend, bring two, bring your neighbor, and we're going to have a celebration. It's going to be a good time in the Lord, amen. Sunday as well, we'll be uh, doing baptisms, water baptisms, so... The water's already getting warmed up. So I, I think I've had about five people so far that told me that they're going to get baptized. 
So it's really the, the first, your first step. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Which means really like 15 people get baptized because there's always like two thirds that like just don't say nothing or kind of nervous to say anything to me. And then they just show up like, yeah, I'm ready. Got my towel. I'm like, praise God. That's fine. That's fine. And it'll be a great time in the Lord. So come Resurrection Sunday. We're going to praise the house down. Amen. 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 You're going to have a great weekend. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take today's offering and not a whole lot that we can talk about giving, right? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We talked about the price that was paid. So I would just ask you to just pray to the Lord and ask him what he would have you give and just be faithful to that. We get our ushers to make our way forward. I kind of gave them double duty. I didn't know how that would work with trying to hold a lit candle and then try to give an offering at the same time. I didn't think that part through that well. But like always, we figure it out, amen? We figure it out. Thank you guys for coming out. I hope this was a good experience for you. And I hope you have the best weekend that you ever had. I'm going to pray. And uh, I'm going to pray for the offering. I'm going to just pray a blessing on you. And then this service will be dismissed. Lord, we, we, we thank you and we praise you once again. That you gave your son. There's no amount of giving that can pay that back. You gave your son, your only begotten son. The only one who was without sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of Christ. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, there's no amount that we could give. We can't buy our salvation. We can't earn it. Lord, but I pray that this giving would just, whatever the giving may be, that it would just be a sign, Lord, that we, we thank you. We're grateful. We're so grateful. We are so grateful. And so, Lord, I pray that you would bless the people's giving, Lord. Every hand that gives, Lord, I pray according to your word that you would multiply. That you would multiply that seed back unto them so that they would have an abundance for every good work, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you are just getting started here. And I thank you that greater things are ahead for our city. Thank you that greater things are ahead for our individual lives. And I thank you that greater things are ahead for the kingdom. Lord, we know that you're not done with Ambridge and you're not done with America. We honor you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. And we thank you, Lord, that any time that we have a, a dark time, maybe we have, we've had a Friday. We've had a, a time in our life where the darkness kind of covered us. But we know that Sunday is on the way. We praise you. Lord, I pray, I just pray a blessing over each and every person, over their family, over their lives, over their finances, 
over every celebration that they're going to spend with family. Lord, I thank you that they will be a light everywhere they go. And I thank you that there is no force of darkness that can overtake the light that is inside each and every person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. I love you guys.
Friday's good cause Sunday's coming Don't lose hope cause Sunday's coming Devil you're done, you better start running Friday's good cause Sunday's coming Friday's good cause Sunday's coming Don't lose hope cause Sunday's coming she say?
some say mammon, some say king. Wonder-working, rebelling priest. Jesus Christ the Nazareth. He knew well what he would take to free us all from sin and grave. A perfect man would have to die and only he could pay that price. A gray light dawns in Galilee. Some say madman, some say king. Wonder-working rebel priest. Jesus Christ the Nazarene. He knew well what it would take to free us all from sinning, from sinning grave. A perfect man would have to die, and only he could pay that price. Friday's good cause Sunday's coming. Don't lose hope cause Sunday's coming. Devil, you're done, you better start running. Friday's good cause Sunday's coming. Friday's good cause Sunday's coming. Don't lose hope, cause Sunday is coming. Devil, you're done, you better start running. Friday's good, cause Sunday's coming. Friday's good, cause Sunday's coming. Don't lose hope, cause Sunday's coming. You better start running Cause Friday's good Cause Sunday's coming Sing it loud, sing it loud Great like dawns in Galilee Some say madman, some say key. Wonder-working rebel priest. Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Just want to play. You want to play the drums? Go ahead. Is it Cajon back there? The cajon. The box drum. Yep. Agree like dawns in Galilee. Some say madman, some say king. Wonder working rebel priest. 
Jesus Christ the Nazarene. He knew well what it would take to free us all from sin and grave. A perfect man would have to die. And only he could pay that price. Friday's good cause Sunday is coming. But don't lose hope cause Sunday is coming. Devil you're done, you better start running. Friday's good cause Sunday is coming. So he let those soldiers take him in As his friends betrayed him with a kiss Just before the mocking cry out The lamb of slaughter don't make a sound And he carried across the Calvary and he shed his blood to set us free. And the nails went in and sky went dark. What's up, buds? It's, it don't, the electric don't work back there, so we can't cut on the light. We can't cut on the light, because the electric. And he breathed his last, and he bowed his head, the Son of God, and man was dead. Bloody hands, 
Tears on their face, they lay them down inside that grave. But that wasn't the end. That wasn't the end. That wasn't the end. Let me tell you what happened there. The woman came before the dawn to find that stone already gone. When they looked inside, the angels said, Why are you looking for a living? Find a stone already gone. When he looked inside, the angel said, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Friday's good, cause Sunday's coming. Don't lose hope, cause Sunday's coming. Whenever you're done, you better start running. Friday's good, cause Sunday's coming. He lives, he lives,
No, I was actually saying it's actually a song. That Sunday is coming is a song. Yep. So, 